0: drawn out a podcast about Disney animated film I'm your host Brooke I'm your other host Chase welcome to mini I'm um, Minnie.
1: sird oh my gosh I love mini so we have so much to talk about today
0: we have a lot <laughs> and I mean and it's maybe a little bit good we're good. we're late coming out this week because yeah a lot has happened a lot like of stuff. a lot a lot of stuff hit a lot of fans this week but before we do that we should talk about our short
1: yes we did watch a short uh, it's a very timely short for mm-hmm. several reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the first being, I guess we might as well open with the news. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably already know. It's not new news, but mm-hmm. uh, Richard Williams passed away this week, um, mm-hmm. and he is a very, very f- famous and important animator, mm-hmm. um, especially this period of animation history. He did Roger Rabbit, uh, which is our next film. We already recorded it, um, so we don't actually mention his passing in the film. Because it
0: hadn't happened it Hadn't yet. happened when we recorded
1: the episode. Whoops. But sort of in his memory, and because mm-hmm. it's timely, we ended up watching one of the Roger Rabbit shorts today. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched Tummy Trouble. Yes. Which was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I, I was laughing a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. We talked, and like spoilers for next week, we talk about like the body of horror stuff in Roger Rabbit shorts. Yeah. This one did not have as much as that.
0: No, it did. Um,
1: we got like one electrocuted skeleton thing which was mm-hmm. it was funny. It was fine. Yeah. Um, so I really really enjoyed this one. Um, for if you don't know how Roger Rabbit short works, Roger Rabbit is left to babysit baby Herman. Um, and he spends the entire episode protecting Herman from shenanigans by suffering those shenanigans himself. Yes. Um, and it's very very looney tunesy.
0: Mhm. Or um if you are uh, I'm familiar with Animaniacs? It's sort yes. of the, sort of pre Buttons and Mindy. Yes. But, like imagine if um, Buttons could chill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, that's very Animaniacs. I, fun fact: I wasn't allowed to watch Animaniacs as a kid. It was too violent.
0: <laughs> um, I think I was discouraged from watching it occasionally. Um, and I realized why when I got older and watched it again, because... It's hyper-political. I mean, it's not even just the politics of it at the time. It was just, uh, I'm like, are we sure this is for children? It's some of the jokes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, if this is what Steven Spielberg makes for children, then maybe it's a good thing that he doesn't make other things for children.
1: Yeah. The I remember the nurse being... Um, oh
0: yeah, because
1: in comparison, Jessica Rabbit is so light compared to the nurse um, of the Animaniacs.
0: Um, yeah, we never get anybody like popping out of
1: between between right, the, yeah, of the right. nurse's costume. Well, and even like the when we see see Jessica Rabbit, she's always objectified in a humorous, secondhand way. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Herman is like, oh, like the ooh-la-la kind of moment of seeing her, but it's actually the milk bottles that she's pushing on the cart. Yeah. As I say that out loud, it still doesn't help that they're milk bottles. Uh,
0: <laughs> but no. and, with just cr- and with it's just a fine. rabbit in the cartoons, it's very much a leg situation.
1: Yes. very. I mean, it's not, she doesn't have it all, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of leg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like in the other shorts we watch, like it's always subverted in some way. Yeah. Um, doesn't excuse it, but it's better than others. Yeah, other examples of this.
0: But yeah, but uh, since Steven Spielberg did um, both Animaniacs and the Roger Rabbit shorts, it it makes sense.
1: And since we're doing this, you know, in honor of Richard Williams, the animation on the Roger Rabbit shorts is phenomenally cleaner
0: um, than a
1: lot of animated shorts that we've been watching.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it and the quality of it varies during Mm -hmm. some parts of it, but at its best, it's like, wait, this looks... This looks like something that would be, um, like computer animated now to look hand-drawn. Right. If that makes sense.
1: Right. Yeah. There's just so many details and the movement is so fluid. Mm-hmm. The lighting is really consistent, yeah. um, and feels realistic in a lot mm-hmm. of ways.
0: Or like there's one point where Roger's taking deep breaths, he, you know, puffs all the way out. And then when he kind of contracts in, you can there's ribs.
1: And we also noted, um, James Baxter worked on this short in particular, um, if you don't know who James Baxter is, he is a famous animator today. So if you've ever watched Adventure Time um, or Gravity Falls or Steven Universe, he has done work on all of those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a whole character on Adventure Time. Of course, he just says, James Baxter. was <laughs> a very, very great character. Um, but anyway, he obviously like learned from Richard Williams. Um, mm-hmm. And it was really cool to watch this short as this kind of like... Mm-hmm in-between piece. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we're going to be seeing his work in the Renaissance too, aren't yes, we? Yes,
1: yes. His first character artist credit is on The Little Mermaid, which is not terribly far from It's not our next film. Um, obviously, Roger Rabbit is. Um, we got gotcha. about a month we'll mm-hmm. see Little Old Mermaid, and that'll be his first yep. work he did. Ariel. So, mm-hmm. um, that'll be really cool. Yeah, the short was fun. What was your favorite gag from the short?
0: Oh, that's tough.
1: Yeah, oh, there are a lot of good ones.
0: Yeah, there were so many good ones. Um, the one that I'm the first one that came to my mind though was when they've got Roger strapped to the hospital bed and the surgeon's got the chainsaw out, but then the whistle blows, Oh, lunchtime, bye guys. And <laughs> they then, like, Just leave him like, heck yeah. <laughs> like, gotta gotta follow the union rules. Mm-hmm.
1: I love when they are pushing him into the OR. Um, and they go through all the doors of all the different departments. Oh, yeah! So they go through like proctology and all the ologies of medicine, and then they hit the other ones like zoology and theology, and Burbank.
0: The last one was Burbank.
1: <laughs> this was a very very funny gag. Be- um, they're they're. There is no
0: science in Burbank. I guess. I guess that's what I guess that's what we're to take from this.
1: Um, you also pointed out my other favorite gag. It was a nickel slot purchase, like the kind that are for like tampons mm-hmm. or like something. But it was like five cents for like life insurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and of course, when Roger Rabbit is presented with the bill at the end. He passes out. Which I was like, oh, that one, that hit a little, little hard there. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, yep. healthcare. Yep. Great. Modern medicine. You know, it's
0: fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: But hey, I listen to Sawbones and it's certainly better than it used to be.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so poor. I don't pay for any of my healthcare costs oh, right now.
1: Look at you.
0: <laughs> so poor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm so poor, I joked about selling a kidney on Twitter. Oh, boy. (laughs) But that's because I want to go to New York and see the Percy Jackson musical uh, for the third time. So, you know. it'll be on
0: Broadway. (laughs) It'll be on
1: Broadway. I'm pretty sure it's all the same cast um, as it has been for the last two shows. I mean, only one actor was Mm -hmm. changed between... Their premiere in New York mm-hmm. and their tour. But uh, it'd be really nice to go to New York and see it on Broadway again. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get Chris McCarroll to sign my phone case again um, or to sign my vinyl. Mm-hmm. Of, do I have a record player? No. Did I buy the vinyl of the
0: musical? Yes. But I mean, It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised that you don't have a record player at this point. I have never really been a music person.
1: I get that, like I vibe someone who might own a record player. Yes, but I've never been a part of music culture. Does that, that
0: make sense? That is true. you You have the same um handful of albums shuffled together. And that's what's been every time I've been in your car for the last yeah. four years. Yeah, uh, it's 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 Hamilton, you guys. It's all Hamilton. I listen to okay. Well, so here's my playlists on Spotify:
1: um, Kylo Ren's Night In or Out, which is a collection of 2005 punk rock alt bands that I listened to <laughs> in high school. And when I'm having a bad day or I have to act like an adult, like I have to fill out five job applications, I just put on MCR. Forgive me.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I'm still listening to the same <laughs> Vanessa Carlton album I was listening to in 2007 when it came out. But now I can appreciate that Stevie mm. Nicks is on it now. Yeah. Like, that means more to me now That's than fair. it did then.
1: I just put on a Regina Spector album the other
0: day. Oh, which one? Which
1: <laughs> one? Oh, I don't remember. Um, it was actually her first one, her very, very first one. Oh, so big um, Kitch. Yeah, at least the first one on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Maybe that makes it her most recent one?
0: Spotify list chronologically or
1: opposite? I don't know. You know what? It was, might have been her most recent one, now I think about it.
0: Was it Was it real big and, uh, like, did it have kind of a cinematic feel?
1: No, it did not.
0: Okay, then it wasn't the most recent one.
1: Oh, okay. But or- I kept playing music that was, like, instrumental. and be like, why are you doing this to me, Spotify? Just because I don't pay for it doesn't mean you take me off the artist I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it means. But, hey, well, here's but, what I... But I'm- also
0: it could be, because um, when it, sometimes when it gets to the end of the thing, they're like, oh, we're going to play things that right. you would like.
1: Right, right. But I was supposed to be listening to Regina Spector's Disography
0: oh, was what okay. I wanted.
1: Gotcha, um, but gotcha. here's what I learned. If you put a song on loop, it doesn't play commercials. <laughs> so I listened to Bleeding Heart by Regina Spector for, like... 45 oh, minutes Bleeding
0: Heart <laughs> Yeah that is from the new album Okay there you yeah. go <laughs> No I love Bleeding Heart's a really good one
1: It's a really good World Star song
0: <laughs> Just saying That whole album Is really really <sighs> good um, uh,
1: Yeah I love Regina Spector so much Anyway this isn't A Regina Spector podcast It could be Um <laughs>
0: Bring it back to Roger Rabbit. Okay, I'll tell you Just, my, I'll oh, tell yeah, like my, yeah. my one last Regina Spector line. Okay. Um, is that there was a time where I was like, if I go to grad school for literature, I'm going to write my thesis on the poetry of Regina Spector. Ooh, you totally should. I once tried to teach a class on a Regina Spector
1: song. It was a song, Blue, um, oh, which is a beautiful song, right? Because yes. we're talking about color symbolism. And yes. I was like, oh, perfect. This is great for color symbolism. We're in the middle of teaching it uh, to eighth graders. Mm-hmm. Oh, And in the cool. middle... Of it, I realize it's actually about suicide. As I'm teaching it, and I was like, uh... well, uh, actually, we're just gonna like quickly wrap this up. Great. What do you think? Oh, that's how we feel. Awesome. Great. We're done. That's
0: moving it. on to William Blake. That's funny because my my seventh grade my seventh grade English teacher like we read "Stopping by the Woods on a Snowy Evening." He was like, "Okay, what's the symbolism here? What what's going on here?" And he was like, he kind of leaned into. It. He was like, "You guys, this is about this is about suicide." Oof. I did not feel comfortable with my kids doing that conversation. That's true. No, he had already been teaching a while at that point. Yeah. Well, and it's different when you're, like,
1: prepared to have that conversation. You've and set your classroom gone. up. And <laughs> when I was, like, I realized. I was, like, oh, never mind. That's
0: true. That's true. <laughs> uh,
1: <huh>. um, but <laughs> Well, also now I'm, like, one well, more comment about Regina Spector. Um, <laughs> she's not even, like, a big... Branch from what you claim is my central thing. Because she's on the Hamilton mixtape. So, like, (laughs) everything is Hamilton in my life. It it is. Um, Unless it's Kingdom Hearts. Because my other major playlist I listen to is all of the Utari Hikaru songs uh, from Kingdom
0: Hearts. On a loop. It's great. (laughs) I've been falling asleep to the same podcast on a loop for two or three years now. So, like, again. Nice. Like, I can't split... Well, it 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 was welcome to Night Vale for so long. Oh, it's so easy to fall asleep. And it's not. It hasn't been welcome to Night Vale for like two years. Oh, wow! What is it now? Uh, Beef and Dairy Network. Mmm, I've been meaning to listen to that. It's so good.
1: Yeah. Um, my best time. I was driving to Utah, um, and I just put in Welcome to Night Vale as we're going through the desert and fell asleep in the desert listening to Welcome to Night Vale. I was like, oh. such a I don't know what you call that experience, but it was like the stars aligned it's kind perfect. of moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Jessica Nicole was just on the other show we were watching before you got here. Oh. And I was like part of me was like, ah, "It's Dana." But for my but for my family, I to go, "Oh, it's Astrid."
1: <laughs> I don't know any of those <laughs> references.
0: Oh, um she's she in Dana on Welcome to Night Vale. Oh. I don't
1: know if I made it that far.
0: You didn't make it past the first like year and a half.
1: I don't think I did. I don't. I really don't know that I did. To be quite honest. Okay.
0: Oh man. I don't
1: because th- there's like an election at one point, right? Yeah. I don't even think I made it to the election. Okay. So
0: because I just fell asleep to the
1: podcast, and then I didn't. Okay. You know, now I fall asleep to Disney movies. Who's heard, Astrid
0: from uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Fringe.
1: Fringe. I've never watched Fringe.
0: I haven't really watched it either, but my family is extremely into it. Um oh. and the old man dad guy is um Denethor on Lord of the Rings. Oh. Um who follows me on Twitter by the way, no big.
1: <laughs> I think um, we talked about that.
0: <laughs> we did. We were watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um Oh, I thought we went we talked about it on that podcast. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't. But mm. um yeah, no, he plays the dad, and there's an episode where they kind of get high mm. for a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so like this weird inside joke in my family i don't i might be the only one who hasn't watched very much fringe but we, sometimes we can all just look at each other and say brown betty and just like it's a thing i believe you i totally <laughs> believe you <laughs> Anyway, Roger uh,
1: Rabbit. <laughs> I just wanted to close up like it does the classic Roger Rabbit ending where you pan out and it's actually a stage set. Yeah. Because the cartoons exist in the real world as actors, not mm-hmm. as hand drawn things. Yeah. Um so it's a very funny ending where Roger Rabbit goes home with Jessica Rabbit to play pad cake. Mm-hmm. That's very sweet. <laughs> and adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the I like the short. It's good. Me too. Um, that means that we've watched two out of three Roger Rabbit shorts. That's true. I almost feel like we have, like, we might as well watch the third one at this point. Yeah, like uh, maybe. Sp- spoiler: It's the short for next week. Prob- probably. Oh no, that's the second one I'm thinking of. We've watched. Two, including that one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm telling the
0: listener. I meant. I'm telling the listener. I'm sorry. No,
1: that was. Yeah, I just did not get the connection. I was like, sorry, I we haven't talked about the third one. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot that. Like chronologically, (laughs) in my brain, it's already happened, but in your brain, the listener, it has not happened yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So who knows, maybe we'll end up watching the third one. Or maybe we're ready to move on from Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit. We'll see how mm-hmm. we feel in uh, two weeks. Yep. So in the meantime, do we have some news for you? Oh. We, oh we
0: <laughs> where do, do, do we, we want to start? Where do we want to start? Um...
1: Shall we start with... How's, here's an easy one. Descendants has a new nail polish line that changes color when you change the temperature. Oh, Isn't fun. that cool? It's like this fun glittery nail polish. That's fun. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. Um, And it reminded me, I really need to watch Descendants. Um, So that's some fun, fun news. Yes. Lady in the Tramp poster was unveiled. How do you feel about it?
0: Have I did not it? see the poster, oh. but as if you're in the Facebook group, group, you know that I posted a thing about casting, and which was how I learned that they were doing a live-action Lady and the Tramp. Oh
1: right! Well, they so they found um, the Tramp at an actual shelter. Yeah, um,
0: which is like cute. And this one really, it really is live
1: action. They're real dogs. They're real dogs that are being filmed. But they're still gonna have that CGI talking thing. Oh, I hate that. Thank you. I don't like it either. My whole face because everyone's so excited, and I'm like, I'm not comfortable, guys. I don't Mm -mm. like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's. Yeah. Is
0: this one that really needed to be remade? What? Did
1: this one really need to be remade? Right. I mean, okay. So I think we're gonna we're we're gonna get into it right now. Um. Oh, here's the other really cute. Um. This is a more cute mm-hmm. photo that they released. Um. Pre. It's the one where they're like sitting on like it looks like a boat. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: They might be on the Mark Twain because it says D twenty three up top.
1: Yeah. This is like one of the promo videos before D twenty three. Oh, gotcha. Um. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's coming out this
1: fall. Like this fall, the film is coming out. Um. So it's coming out soon. But hey, let's talk Disney Plus. Um, yeah. Let's talk because it's coming to fall on Disney Plus. It's not coming to theaters.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Um, which there's a lot of things coming to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about them. I believe Disney Plus is launching November 12th. Mm-hmm. High School Musical, the musical, the series is coming to Disney Plus. Lizzie McGuire, uh, new Lizzie McGuire.
0: Still, still with Hillary Duff though.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I don't know what that's going to be about. I, d-
0: I don't know what that's going to be about.
1: Um, Forky asks a question.
0: That sounds like a film.
1: Um, where thing. Forky poses a question and an animated short resolves around that question. That sounds cute. Yeah, um, there's a new film called Stargirl, um, which is based on the book.
0: Okay, that um, I was told
1: to read many times but never did. Never wrote it myself either. Uh, Phineas and Ferb, Candace's Grand Adventure. Um, or Candace's Adventure, I think it's called. Um, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel is getting a series. Yes!
0: My girl! My girl! Yes. I actually have a friend in and Pakistan, who um, was a consultant for Marvel, oh, leading up fun. to that. Yeah, she was in my weird little role play group.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. That's Ka- cool. Love you, Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She-Hulk and Moon Knight will also be coming to Disney+.
0: Plus. She- yes, I saw that. I just saw that today and I was pumped.
1: Mm-hmm. The uh, new Clone Wars series that I'm so excited about with my wife mm-hmm. is going to be on Disney+. Mm-hmm. And Kenobi starring Ewan McGregor. Yes will be on Disney Plus. Yes. Um and they announced that Kate Heron, uh, director of sex education, is directing the Loki series. Okay. Um so that's have all the Disney sex Plus news. I've not actually watched it yet.
0: I haven't, but I want to because Gillian Anderson yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I should watch it. Like, mm-hmm. I had no reason not to watch it. I just need to sit down and watch it. Yeah. I'm busy binging Criminal Minds right now. I've just been needing to veg out after mm-hmm. word vomiting twenty thousand words this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been like, I need to turn off my brain,
0: so I started mm-hmm. Criminal Minds. Well, you're a Hugo Award winning writer. I am a Hugo Award winning writer and, I, and reader, and, and you I am too. Are also, yes. Congratulations to
1: us. And we are to- both
0: published on Ao3. Yeah. Chase's stuff is there's much more of it, and it's way better than my one single one that i think i published in like 2012 i know i i have brainstormed several more but i have not written them because executive functioning
1: yeah you know hey me too Mm -hmm. so yeah so a lot of stuff is coming to disney plus um Mm -hmm. and you might be thinking you know all i'm gonna do is get my own disney plus account and share it with five of my closest friends Well, I have news for you. Disney intends to crack down on password sharing on streaming accounts. They haven't quite announced how they're going to do it. I don't know why it's, like, a big deal. I feel like they could just easily implement the Netflix rule, which is you have three screens running at a time. Yeah. Some people have theorized that they will legitimately track IP addresses to prevent it from being multiple households, which seems like some BS to me.
0: Yeah, if they do that on on Hulu, that's bad news for my grandparents. (laughs) Right, I use my aunt's Hulu. Yeah. Um, which
1: leads me into one of Chase's many soapboxes tonight. Are we ready for Chase's first soapbox oh, of the night? Okay, yeah, let me help night? you up onto your oh, soapbox. Thank box. you, thank <laughs> you. Disney owns <laughs> everything. I'm going to have to double deck that out, but I'm so mad about it. Disney owns everything, and it's not fair that they now control distribution on their media. The whole reason distribution is separate from production is to prevent monopolies. I'm real mad about it. That's all I'm I could go longer but like mm-hmm.
0: man, I'm mad. Well, and they lobbied for copyright laws that Ooh, that ha- Yeah. Like Mickey Mouse should have been in the public domain like 30 years ago or something. They
1: literally the the like public domain expiration thing is called the Mickey Mouse curve because every time like Mickey Mouse is up for public domain, Disney just lobbies and moves the bar at the end of the race. Yep.
0: Which um and then so the last time they did that they moved it in such a way that means that Spider-Man should have gone into the public domain but this year. He did not. He did not. Which means that he's still no Sony's.
1: That's an excellent segue. That was an excellent segue. Spider-Man is still Sony's. You I'm sure you've read everything that went down on this. Oh yeah. Um, so in case you didn't, um and you're like, oh how dare Sony walk away from this deal? Mm-hmm. No, my friend. Oh my dear, dear listener and friend. Um, do you want to share the story? I've talked a lot on... I'll step off my soapbox and um, let you tell the story. I might
0: not have all of oh. the details straight on it, because I have been teaching school That's during fair, the even, day and yes. then going to school at night this week correct. while it's all been going down. But basically, they were trying to arrange... The, the contract expired on the mm-hmm. deal between... Um, well, it did They completed it. It was five films. Yes.
1: Spider-Man has been five MCU films.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it turns out that Sony made like no money off of those despite Spider-Man being their their property. They made a fair grip of money. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was like for some of them that like oh wait, no no no. They had to pay for it. They had yeah. to pay for everything and got very little creative input. Um is is another you know what? Okay, You're I just, guess
1: I guess you don't know what I thought you I thought you don't. Knew. I thought you would tweeted stuff.
0: Great. Here we go. Basic things.
1: Here's what I know: that the initial contract was a 90-10 contract. Mm -hmm. Disney uh, made 10 percent off of the Spider-Man films, Mm -hmm. and that meant that the Sony Spider-Man films, so we're talking Far Away from Home and Homecoming, those films could participate in the MCU as a whole. Tony Stark got to play Mm -hmm. in Far from Home and Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And so Disney gets 10% of the profits um, to make sure that the scripts line up with MCU. Yes. Fair deal, in my opinion. Sony produces all of these films, spends all their money on these yeah. films. Disney came in and said, hey, if you want to keep playing MCU, we would love for Spider-Man to keep playing in the MCU. It's going to take 50-50. You're still putting up all the costs. Yeah. You're still doing all the work on the films. So, in exchange for Spider-Man participating in this larger universe, because you get the benefit of mm-hmm. MCU fans coming to see Spider-Man, we're going to take 50% of the cut. Yeah. And Sony was like, nah, thanks, fam. And they peaced out.
0: Yeah, um, And... Like, I don't like that either, but I have been of the opinion for a long time that, I don't know, it's like a weird thing. Is like, I don't want Disney to own everything, but since Disney owns Marvel, I would like them to have all the Marvel properties. But
1: even then, like, I'm not happy they own Deadpool right now. Like, what are they going to do with the Deadpool franchise?
0: That is a good
1: question. That's a darn good question, because they're already like, I don't know what to do about JoJo, because it deals with some weird themes, Mm -hmm. because Taiko ATD is actually a critical thinker and an excellent filmmaker, and what do we do with that? I don't know how to make this movie. What are you going to do with Deadpool, of all things? That's true. Do you like my Mickey Mouse (laughs) voice? (laughs) I, <laughs> this wasn't a, like, I was my like, Walt I Disney voice, my like, Kevin Fage voice. I was like, I don't know what you're
0: doing, but go, go ahead. <sighs> and like, and at the same time, like, not having the biggest Marvel properties has turned the MCU into what it is. The only reason they bothered was the Avengers is because they didn't have the X-Men. Right. Like Nobody cared about anybody but the X-Men and Spider-Man. Right. Until until um Mar- until, until iron man uh, happens until iron man mm-hmm. um, but the, yeah but also i'm just like yeah it's it's a shame because i'm i'm going to go see it if it happens but if there's a tom holland Spider-Man movie that has zero to do with the rest of the mcu i'm going to be want to know what that looks like it looks like andrew garfield and it Toby looks Mom like Wonder. andrew garfield but they're already going with tom holland like like are they just going to like just dropping that entire thing what entire okay. thing? Like, like they're are,
1: gonna, they're not going to start a new Spider. They'll continue off the Spider Man stories. It yeah. just won't mention Tony Stark.
0: Yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. Well, and Happy can't date. It may now either.
1: Good. I hated that storyline. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, like it was funny, but I don't think I actually wanted it to happen. I mean, I, maybe I'm like,
1: I don't care as much because I don't care about Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that. Maybe maybe that's why this doesn't upset me. Yeah. Um, but also, like, Spider-Man did fine. Like, he was fine before the Avengers. I don't know. Maybe I'm also mad that they hacked Civil War up. Like, if you were gonna take Spider-Man to do Civil War, and then you did it bad, like, I don't have any sympathy for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just, I hope that Tom Holland and Zendaya can still be friends and do movies together. Um, like, what if we just took that three, a group of three wonderful friends, and they just make different movies. I'm that into that. Fun. That could be really fun.
0: Yeah. Well, and there is possible speculation that Sony might not make another. Right. They don't have Tom, to. They don't have to. But also, Tom Holland recently said that he would be in. He would be okay with Peter Parker being queer. Right. Which is part of the chain of events that led to there not being a third. Spider-Man will be with Andrew Garfield. Right, but Stanley's dead now. So oh, that's true.
1: That kind of changes the game a little bit. Yeah. So Tom Holland might have some freedom that Andrew Garfield did not. That's true. I mean we could also talk about like uh, apparently Stanley's daughter came out and was like, Disney was garbage to my dad. Um and she's really happy that Sony walked from the deal. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, uh yeah, we're coming towards the end of our timestamp, but guys, we got a lot more to talk about. <laughs> it doesn't get any uh there's there's a lot more tea to spill. <laughs> Which tea do we want to do we want to take a break from tea and just do nice things?
0: Um show me show me the the list again, because I didn't write things down. Oh, I made huh made a list. Yeah, see, because depending on you know what the the tea you've got on top right there, um we're that's gonna need its own money sewed, so. <laughs> It's own mini but it's topical now. That's, well, you th- you think Hong Kong won't be on fire in two weeks?
1: You're right. Okay, guys, if you want to just talk about Mulan, we're going to put a pin in that. We'll talk about <laughs> Mulan in two weeks, I guess. We'll have to. <laughs> Fine. We'll put Mulan put a pin in Mulan so we have no more tea left to spill oh I forgot to mention um now that we're wrapping spider-man's conversation there's a really cute memorial for Tom Holland where there's like a photo of Tom Holland and people are laying flowers in front of it at d23 (laughs) Uh, so I'll be hitting up d23 on Sunday and Mm -hmm. I really hope I find it
0: that sounds (laughs) real fun I realize another thing that might be explained, like, our differences on, like, Marvel movie rights mm-hmm. is I came to this conclusion in college when I was deep into Marvel comics. And I was like, wait, Wolverine and Spider-Man were in the Avengers? How am, how am I legally going to get this? <laughs>
1: mm, I just, like, don't trust Disney with Wolverine and Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the Avengers. So what you're
0: saying is we've got to get real rich and buy Marvel.
1: you want to buy something back from disney you're talking you know you realize this is disney who buys things they don't want to make just so that nobody else makes them one of my favorite book series has been purchased by an unnamed company for movie rights but because it's a fairy tale retelling collection, I'm 110% certain I know which unnamed company has purchased it. And I also am 110% certain those movies will never see the light of day. Which which books are these? The Marissa Meyer Lunar Chronicles. Um, okay. Cinder, where she's a cyborg. Yeah, Yeah. some darn good books. Mm-hmm. Um, Great adaptions of fairy tales. We will never, ever get to see them on screen. Because an unnamed company purchased them, and then that was it. I mean, am I being negative? Could, like, they're not old. Mm -hmm. You know, could they be in development? Sure. Are they? I doubt it.
0: Mm -hmm. It's fine. Anyway. Anyway, so... Uh, what are we talking so, about? So, so as, so as you can see, we are not in the pocket of Big Disney here. We're not like we okay.
1: It's like this is a nostalgia podcast. We love like our old films and a lot of stuff we're watching is from a time when Disney was struggling as a studio. Like, but at the same time, Disney's never been a small company. Like, mm-hmm. the early stuff we watched was war propaganda. Like, mm-hmm. they were the animation studio of America and still are.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and even when the quality the movies were struggling this was when Disneyland was a brand new thing and while they were building Disney World which is even bigger like they had money they just weren't putting it into the movies yeah
1: Walt's a capitalist like yeah was a capitalist um and you know remembering him as someone who was inspirational and who you know created art that changed people is fine and true Right, But like, it's not the
0: whole truth.
1: No, it's not. Whenever you have art that is made for profit, the art can't just exist as art. Mm-hmm. Um, lucky for us, we're so far removed from when Snow White mm-hmm. and from Oliver and Company were created that we get to appreciate them as art. Yeah. And right now we're in a time period where Disney is grabbing up a bunch of properties, mm-hmm. is controlling the production and distribution market for those properties, mm-hmm. and... That's scary... You know, yeah, we actually get to see this change happening through mm-hmm. one company, yeah, and that's that's a lot. Like, I have so much more to say on the idea of Disney owning, but like Disney keeps announcing show after show after show after show for Disney Plus. So there's two options here. Mm-hmm. There's two things that are going to happen. One, Disney Plus will be phenomenally successful. Mm-hmm. Every other studio is going to jump on board. Cable television will tank faster than they expected, mm-hmm. um, and streaming will be the only way we consume media within the next ten years. Mm-hmm. Which, like, we've been waiting for that to happen for a long time. Yeah. However, now nobody controls distribution. Yeah. Distribution is reliant entirely on studio, and we are back in, like, the 1930s of Hollywood. Yes. Whereas there's a reason we left it, and it wasn't for the studio's benefit.
0: Um, mm-hmm. the other option. And, and, oh, and, we, and we live in a political situation where a new consent decree is not gonna happen, probably. Right, right. I mean, and
1: the odds of. The odds of one company being bought by the state are super likely. And if Disney were to be bought by the state, we have evidence of Disney being bought by the state before. Like, they've been paid by the government to make things. Mm -hmm. Is that entirely a bad thing? Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about we love Three Caballeros. Mm -hmm. But is that a great thing? No. Like, there's a lot that can go wrong there. You know? Um as we've seen when other current things are bought by the state. That's mm.
0: fine. <laughs> I've been rewatching watching the sketch show of Bit of Fry and Laurie, with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie, and it takes, and like, they were doing this in the late 80s, early 90s, when um, a lot of public services in Britain were being privatized, privatized mm. and they were, they did some really good stuff with that. Like, there's <laughs> one sketch where they're like, oh yeah, the government of Britain has been purchased by Honda for, uh, <laughs> For 30 million pounds. And then the, like, the, I don't remember, it was like some government minister comes out and says, no, it's an excellent deal. And why is everyone so worried about unemployment? Of course we're going to, of course there's going to be unemployment. Honda is going to be much more efficient. We don't need the whole country working. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, privatized mail systems, that's dumb (laughs) Britain. Well, we have UPS and FedEx. I mean, but we still have the USPS.
1: True, they're not funded by your taxes anymore.
0: I did not know that.
1: I mean, you know, it's amazing. I don't know. There's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack in the idea of Disney owning everything, mm-hmm. Disney controlling the streaming service. Mm-hmm. You know, we're probably gonna get Disney Plus because we want to watch what's in the vault. Yeah. We want to provide commentary on Disney films. That's what we yeah. want to do. We enjoy this art and we want to talk about it and watch it and consume it. The problem is it's hard to be a conscious consumer. Everyone should go watch The Good Place
0: in this day and age. <laughs> um. So, who do you think is going to win the the um, capitalist world domination? Is it going to be Disney or Amazon? Oof. Amazon might be the only company that can outspend Disney. I was just thinking that. I'm like, I don't know if... They're when... a trillion dollar company now. Disney certainly has
1: deeper trenches. hmm I don't think Disney will ever sell to Amazon. No. But I can't... Maybe Disney will get big enough to buy Amazon someday. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe the next world war will just be Amazon versus Disney. Amazon will buy nuclear warfare. Disney will buy cyberware warfare, um, and then we will all perish.
0: <laughs> oh no, we'll have died long before that.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> I don't.
1: I will not say that for certain. If I live for another fifty years, that might happen. Oh, you
0: think you're? Gonna, oh, you think you think this planet will be? Humanity will be around in 50 years. That's a good one. I do think
1: humanity will be around in 50 years. I think that we'll all be buying our oxygen from Disney or Amazon,
0: but we'll be here. No, there's going to be an extinction event in the next 30 years, at least. In the next 30 years.
1: Is that the new number since the Amazon
0: started burning? Oh, or is that's, that... that's from before that. So all right, it's awesome. About, so I guess move it up to 20.
1: Well, hey, we'll do this podcast until the end of the world, at least. Um, mm mm-hmm. I better get on my Apocalypse podcast before it uh, gets too timely. (laughs) Um, So in more positive news, actually, this isn't, I guess, in the light of our conversation, more positive. uh, Marvel Land concept art got released. Um, Actually, I'm sorry. It's Stark Industries. Um, His web. I forget what the acronym stands for but like his worldwide something something Mm -hmm. that goes to all the parks and so you walk in and like you can see Stark Industries and you can see like the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower right behind it and it's actually really cool looking wait where is it gonna be? Uh, it's going on the old Bugs Land. Um, if you're a Disneyland oh, person, oh yeah,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. So, so it's in California Adventure.
1: Yes, yes. Sorry, that
0: makes sense. I knew that they were. Sh- Duh! I knew that. Or I knew that. But DCA, like
1: DCA, as we say.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Like <laughs> part of me knew. I was like, oh yeah, they're shutting down Bugs Land because they're mm-hmm. building in Marvel stuff. But right, right now you said Marvel Land, and I was like, oh, this is the first. It- no, I knew about this. I just my brain. Yeah. Well, okay, and then like. Piggybacking
1: on that, Star Wars Land has had, um, phenomenally low, um, attendance. attendance, thank you, that's the word, uh, since it launched, like much lower than Disney expected
0: or wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know, for, like, w- my idea would be that like everyone knew it was going to be a big deal, and so no one wa- everyone's waiting till the crowd's right.
1: Well, down. and so here's the one: everybody knew it would be a big deal, so no one really wanted to go. Two: it's California in the summer; it's a hundred degrees outside. Those of us who are regulars know we don't go to the parks in the summer unless like family is visiting. Yes. Three. All of your SoCal passes were blocked out for the entire summer, and your deluxe passes were even blocked out for most of the summer in anticipation of Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge. Um, so, like, and cast members weren't allowed to bring in guests yeah. to Disneyland because they had their whole new launch system. So, anyway, like, there's a lot of stuff that factored in, mm-hmm. and then Disney comes out and is like, oh, it's probably from Star Wars exhaustion. It's just oversaturated the no, market. You
0: just, you did a bad job here.
1: But then you went and announced 75 Marvel f- things for. Disney Plus, you know, like... As if, as, if, as if
0: we're not starting to get tired of that.
1: Right. Like, the fact that they announced... Th- like, I am so excited for Kamal Khan and for She-Hulk and for Moon Knight. But the fact that you just announced three more Marvel series in addition to the eight that we talked about last time we talked about Disney Plus. Oh my gosh. Like, talk about oversaturation. Anyway... Hey, uh, Tarzan and Lilo and Stitch are still on Netflix. If you want to stream things that aren't on Disney Plus but are still Disney, and just support other streaming services, please do that.
0: Yeah, because the Netflix really needs our help. <laughs> not that I know, but like, just like I understand. I understand. Man,
1: even like Hulu, it's not. You're not escaping the. I don't know. There is no. There is no small consumption anymore, nope. unless you support your local mom and pop business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean even YouTube You can't even put things on YouTube anymore That are like indie yeah, YouTube has it's own thing
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah We it. should all
1: go back to Putlocker <laughs> Oh man I remember the days before YouTube <laughs> I feel like a Old grandma sitting on my porch Waving my cane Y'all kids in your YouTube and your Hulu Plus and your Disney Minus, when I was your age, we filmed things on mom and dad's home video camera and then we emailed it to our friends and they had to download it for a day. (laughs) And you sat there and you watched that download link increase slowly until it said 124 hours. And you couldn't answer the phone while it downloaded because it was all on the same line. Anyway, <laughs> streaming's great. I love streaming. Mm-hmm. I remember Putlocker being a game changer. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, and now here we are. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Li- good lord.
0: Mm-hmm. We technically watched Great Mouse Detective on YouTube because my mom bought it in Google Play, oh. and then sh- we, my parents have YouTube Premium, whatever that one's called, and. So you can connect it to your Google Google library. Nice. Mm-hmm. Then we just casted it to the TV. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, in conclusion, Black Mirror might be right.
1: I have never watched a single episode of Black Mirror. Neither but hey. I have I. But, then,
0: but this is <laughs> this is this is the set. Everything we're talking about here. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah. Um. Hey.
1: Well, I meant to detour Galaxy's Edge low attendance into. Uh. And they unveiled their Star Wars hotel, the Halcyon. Ooh. Um, and it's basically a big Star Wars ship, and there's some cool photos you guys can go look at, because me talking about photos isn't the best audio in the world, and we're running short on time. Um.
0: Yeah, this is already our longest sewed by a long shot.
1: Yeah, I gotta edit this and put this up tonight, and I'm tired, because I worked all day. I didn't work all day. I watched Criminal Minds for a lot of the day. But then I went to work, and <laughs> it was tiring, and I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, uh, Frozen 2 art book also came out, or they, like, unleased the cover. It looks beautiful. Hey, like, we just spent a whole long time complaining about Disney, and then all of a sudden I'm like, but I really want to see Frozen 2, and I'm part of the problem, but I want to consume media, but there's no ethical way to consume media. There's no ethical way to consume anything. Unless you support your local mom pop shop business. That's, uh, oh, Disney shows are coming back to Disney Channel if you are waiting for new episodes of Big Hero 6 or DuckTales, which
0: I am. <laughs> also doing that. Oh, hey, I'll finally be able to sit down and start watching DuckTales.
1: Yeah, if we get Disney+. Plus. The only way to watch things is streaming them legally. Obviously, here on this podcast, we only stream legally. Mm-hmm. Which is true. We only stream legally for this podcast. For this podcast, we only stream legally. For this podcast, we only stream legally. <laughs> <laughs> if I say it often enough, it will be true. Like Gizma, put that box in another box and that box in a box. <laughs> Smash it with a hammer. Hey, we played uh, Villainous again. At my birthday party. At Brooke's birthday party uh, with Gizma. I was Gizma. I won. It was great. I was I Radigan. smashed it with a hammer many times. It was also very fun. Radigan's super cool. You were so quiet though. I was like, what are you doing? What is Radigan doing? Well, How close have, are you to building well, that because, robot?
0: Because we had so many people. It's so many people. People at that table that, like, it was just... And people would take a while to decide what they were going to do. Right. And it was just tough to listen. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to endorse the, like, even if you've got, like, all the expansions... I would limit it to six. I think the game is designed
1: to be limited to six. The only thing that like, was cool for me, though, and the reason I'm interested in everyone's turn is because I want to see all the art and I want to know what the cards are called and I want to like yeah. see the character me too. stuff. Um, like, I'm
0: bummed that... Um I didn't get to really see Scar in action either, because that was the other side of the table.
1: Mm, yeah, I got a nice close look at Scar. That was cool. Oh, nice. um, I was sitting right between Scar and Radigan, and I was like, perfect. Only two characters in the table I haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched you. You played Hades when we played with them. That was cool. Yeah. That was a freaking good game. Next time I'm playing Dr. Facilier. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, you guys should get Villainous. It's a fun game. I really like it. It's great artwork, mm-hmm. um, and you know, spend you know, spend more money on Disney properties, frick. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: this, this is what we signed up for. Uh, we're a
1: nostalgia podcast, though. Like we
0: just—that wasn't the intention. What was the intention? The intention was just to watch all the Disney. Let's talk
1: about this. We're an hour into a short episode. Um, let's talk about our purpose in this life and this podcast. Sorry, what's our purpose in this podcast? I,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to remember the conversation we had in line at Disneyland. We were waiting for the day. tram. We were waiting for the tram. And I think it was just like, I, I, think, I think that what I had in mind was it being like more film review. Oh, okay. Which is good that it's turned into nostalgia because I don't know anything about film really. Right, I mean, so if we were to do a film
1: review, which we do, we do do some film review, though. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk about it critically. We analyze the film. Um mm-hmm. It's not, like, just, like, me, the film major sitting here pretentiously telling you all how to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what we're doing. We do, but we do film review. Like, yeah. we rate the movie at the end. Would you watch it? Would you recommend it? Mm-hmm. Should you watch it nostalgically? Could you watch it not nostalgically? Mm-hmm. And the answer on some of those is no, please don't watch these films. Like, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a great film. Would you like a, some, a margarita for that salt?
1: <laughs> I put sugar on my margaritas.
0: Oh, I also don't know anything about alcohol. No, you
1: do put salt on a margarita.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> I don't personally. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I've got distracted talking about margaritas. I use a drink. Um. Which is okay to say on a Disney podcast because people drink in Disney films. Pinocchio. Wouldn't recommend Pinocchio. Uh, but there's some movies that I would recommend. Like, I, Sleeping Beauty, I think, is a phenomenal film. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's what it is, is you get these moments of phenomenal artists mm-hmm. creating, like Edwin Durrell, mm-hmm. um, or James Baxter, mm-hmm. who we're going to hit,
0: or um, and, Mark Davis. And we're going to get to the point where we're just going to yell about how Beauty and the Beast was robbed for 90 minutes. Sure, that's coming. Um, <laughs> it's coming up decently
1: fast. Not really. The 90s are going to take us forever, guys. Mm-hmm. It's okay, it won't take us as long as World War II era. <laughs> or, I mean, it will take longer than World War II, it'll be better. It'll feel. It'll, it'll feel. feel better. Um, but anyway, like, you know, uh, Alan Menken, great artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we're just, we need to start thinking about these as the products of the artist and not a product of the company? I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's what we could start doing. Mm-hmm. But, hey, like, I still have a Disneyland pass. I'm going to be
0: getting a Disneyland pass I, again. We know that... We've got friends who work for Disney.
1: Yeah, like, who are very happy with their jobs. Yeah. Like, I know people at Disneyland who love working at Disneyland. mm mm-hmm. um, I know people in lots of different Disney departments that enjoy working with Disney. And it's a huge part of our culture. Yeah. Like, you cannot participate in international culture today and not know about Disney. hmm It just is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just like just going to be an interesting next five years with Disney. Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe Disney will buy out environmentalism and save the planet. Disney probably could buy Brazil. Oh, yeah, they could. (laughs) They absolutely could. It wouldn't even be hard. Mm -hmm. All they'd have to do is be like, hey, person in power, here's a million dollars. And Mickey Mouse sits in your office. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. We're going to fix the rainforest. Mm -hmm. Sure, they'd do it. They could do it. Would they profit from it? No. So will they know?
0: (laughs) But could they? Yeah. Um, I know there's somebody in, like, I don't follow them specifically, but they are in some of my Twitter circles, and their display name is, has Jeff Bezos decided to end world hunger yet? He <sighs> could. single-handedly could. Disney could
1: trademark <laughs> environmentalism. Mm-hmm. Like... You can't use it now unless it's Disney. TM.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, Jeff Bezos could... End world hunger and still be the richest Man in the world but I mean like ending world
1: hunger is a System it's not like yeah that's you true. spend
0: Enough money to that's pay true. for
1: the Food to feed a family yeah that's true that's not How that works well yeah
0: because and that's Not gonna last without you know Socialism No, so.
1: it, <laughs> You need systems in place and welcome To our uh, mm-hmm. governmental you, you, you know you guys you asked for a poli Sci major and a history Teacher to talk to you about Disney well <laughs> here we are <laughs> uh, We're abandoning our film history background and our film maker background and we're just here to talk to you about
0: political capitalism and and other forms and and, and as graduates of religious universities wait till we get into (laughs) our narratives about the end times too Ooh, I don't want to talk Brooke I love you I
1: love you a lot I don't want to discuss the end times with you
0: no I, that's okay there are a few people I would like
1: to discuss the end times no, with no I,
0: I honestly in like, fact
1: I think the only one's my father
0: <laughs> honestly if like if that's the lesson in Sunday school if I know ahead of time that's going to be it I'm going to skip it <laughs> Because people can have some weird ideas, and
1: like, you can't. This is what are I'm we doing? doing? What I'm are we doing? having <laughs> 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 this conversation on this podcast.
0: <laughs> so, if you made it to the end of this,
1: Jill, yeah, you don't even know what I'm gonna cut. Yeah, I don't true. even know what I'm gonna
0: cut. Yeah. But <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter
1: and Instagram at Drawn Outcast and join our Facebook group, Drawn Out Chats. Yes. Um, sorry, you got something on your shirt. Yeah. Um, you this shirt collects things. You
0: can email us at drawnoutcast at gmail.com.
1: You can watch Brooke groom me like a baboon.
0: <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it's been bugging <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, we're that close. We, we've reached that point. We
0: hit. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we
1: well, have. Yeah, we haven't reached the eschatology point, but we've reached the like picking things off my shirt point. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, um, and we managed to stick a drawn out ending on this drawn out drawn out episode.
1: Was that it? Was that all we needed to talk about? For I think th- so. Did you email us, guys? Yeah, Drawing I sent that. Oh, you did the email, and I did the Facebook. Okay, yeah, we're good. All right. Drawn out closing. Like, Bye. <laughs> Ha 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 is in no way affiliated with the disney corporation or any of its subsidiaries the views expressed in this podcast by its hosts and its guests belong solely to those people and are not in
0: any way representative of disney nor any of our employers thanks for listening